welcome to Uncomplicating Business for Teachers, Helpers, and Givers. I'm Sarah Torpy, and I'm a business coach who found my way to business ownership after teaching in public schools, coaching teachers, and coaching in the corporate world. This podcast is all about making business ownership and success way less complicated for the teachers, helpers, and givers like you. If you're finding that the way the business folks teach things like networking, marketing, and selling aren't actually working for you and really feel kind of icky, and you know that there's just got to be another way, I'm here to tell you that there is, and that's what this podcast is all about. If you want to reach out, you can find me in all of the usual places. Check the description for more information. And while you're here, hit subscribe to keep updated on each new episode as it's released. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. So it occurred to me recently that one of the things I do a ton of with clients that we work with um, in one-on-one coaching or even in group coaching is creating new offers or revising a current offer. What happens is someone will say to me something like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about offering this new thing. I have an idea. Or I know there's something I've been offering, but I really think I need to adjust it. And here's how I want to change it. And they're not completely sure what they want to do different or what the offer is. They know how they want to help often. But then it's like, well, so many details. And so often people get paralyzed by the details, right? You're like, I know how I want to help people, but like, what does that actually look like? And how do I talk about it? That's, that feels complicated. So one of the things that we do a lot in coaching, my clients and I, is work through a couple of simple, really simple decisions that you need to make in order to make any offer, right? If you are going to offer a package or a program or even a one-off session for somebody or you're selling some new tool or resource, these are the answers. You know, pretty much every offer has at least a few of these questions. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bullets on here. And, and really, generally, working through the process of creating an offer and making all the decisions with a client or with a group of clients for me, generally, you know, is not a full coaching call by a lot. Like, it would be one of the things we did on a coaching call. But it is, you know, 20 minutes, maybe even 10, depending on how clear things are and how many things we need to work through. So for you today, if you have something that you want to offer, but you haven't yet, if you have something that you're offering now and you're like, not quite right, but a close idea, here's how I would walk you through it. And here are the things I think you have to think about as you make this offer. So there are some key things to define. The first one is who is it for? And often in who is it for, it's who is it also not for? Sometimes it is easier for people to start with who it's not for than who it is for. For example, I offer one bite, what I call one bite coaching sessions. They're 90 minutes long. They are, you book a time, you pay, right now they're $225. You book 90 minutes and we get on the call and I say, what do you want to work on? We coach through it. And then we go like, that's it. There's no selling. There's no nothing. There's just simply coaching and moving on. For me, when I first started offering these one bite sessions, I had to really think about who it was for and who it wasn't for. Who it's not for is for somebody who needs regular coaching because I'm a big fan of the magic that is weekly or bi-weekly coaching. 
it's not for somebody who is really needing that sort of accountability, but just not wanting to like dive all the way in. And there are definitely cases where people come to me and say, I'm just going to do a, a handful of one bite sessions. And I'll say like, why? Like what, what's the issue? Because really a, it's more cost effective to get regular coaching and B, if it's a problem we have to work through that is going to take, you know, multiple sessions, then, then there's more going on than just like one problem we need to go through. Who it is for is for people who I've worked with already, who are in my world, who I know pretty well, who have a really distinct problem they want to work through. Like sometimes people will schedule with me and say, I want to work through a new offer and I have some things about pricing I'm trying to work out. That's perfect. Or they'll say, you know what? I have been marketing this thing and I really want to talk about how the messaging works or how to market it. When, when people come for one bite sessions, specific is better. So for you, this thing that you're thinking about offering, who is it for and who is it not for? And if you're like, God, I don't know, start with who it's not for. Like if somebody came to you and said, I want to do this with you, who's the person you'd be like, oh, no, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I don't want to do this with you. That doesn't fit you. Who are those people? And start thinking through it like that. The other thing is if you can't answer that first question in coaching, if I say, okay, who's it for? And they just stare at me. It tells me some things about maybe the offer that you're thinking about isn't the right offer. Or it's not ready, right? You, they're still thinking to do before it comes out into the world. The next question is what do they get, right? What are they going to walk away with? Why would they say yes to it? So for one bite coaching, again, I'm going to use the same example. For one bite coaching, they're going to get whatever thing they brought that specific thing worked through. We're going to, they're going to walk away with clarified pricing, clarified messaging, clarified whatever thing. And not a sales pitch. They're just going to walk away, which is great. For you, what is the result people are going to walk away with? The result of what people get out of one bite coaching is different than they get from longer term coaching. Because in longer term coaching, we touch everything. We work through all the problems. We work through things as they come up. We revise. We iterate approaches to things. We do all this kind of stuff that in a one session isn't possible. So what people are walking away with from group coaching or from one-on-one -on -one coaching is different than what they're walking away from one-bite sessions with. So for you, this thing that you want to offer, why would they say yes? What are they going to walk away with? And it doesn't need to be a tangible thing because honestly, for me, I think a lot of times the most important coaching people get isn't something you can hold on to. It's not something that they're going to hold in their hands. It's not even money. But in a lot of cases, it's confidence. It's being able to do the scary thing. It is sort of the accountability of having somebody checking in with them. They're not things that I'm going to be able to say, show me your results necessarily, but they are really important. So don't get all tripped up on like, what are they going to get? They don't have to have something to hold in their hand at the end because, you know, Feeling better and more confident is a, is, is a valid result, right? Managing their time differently is a valid result. So that's the next thing. The third thing is what are the boundaries, right? Like for me, I don't have more than two one bite sessions in a week. They are always like tightly bounded 90 minutes. Um, I would not let somebody schedule more than three of them. 
period. Like that's just not going to happen. If somebody's scheduling three of them, you know, within a year, it's probably like we're something's not right. For you, what are the boundaries? What are the uh, what's outside of the lines in the picture? What's inside of the lines? And how often do you want to talk to them about it? Like how often are you going to do this thing? If it's a class you're offering, are you going to offer it once and see what happens? Or like if it works really well, we offer it again. When are we going to do that? If it's a class you're offering, how long is it going to run for? Right? How long are the sessions going to be? Is it an hour? Is it 90 minutes? Is it two hours? Sometimes I say to people, like in a perfect world, what would this look like? Because here's the thing that happens. We start to go, well, you know, I don't know if they'll have the time to spend two hours, but that's not the right question. You are the expert in the time it takes to do this thing you're helping them do. So if you look around, like I have a client who coaches people on creativity. If she's going to really dig into creativity with people, it's probably not an hour. In a lot of cases for the projects they do and the things she works on, it's probably not even 90 minutes. So it makes sense for her to have a longer block of time because the people really need the time and breath to get into what they're working on and really dive in. The people may not know that, right? It's her job to explain that and sell that to them. Uh Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Pardon me. Excuse me. And I'm bad at editing. So you'll probably get the sneezing part. Um, So, you know, what is the amount of time that it makes sense? What is the way this would work? And this leads to the next question, because it is what is the best version of this service that you can offer them? Because we want to offer them like a subpar version of the service or whatever the resources or what have you. Like, I'm not going to offer you a class that doesn't have all the things in it to get you where you're going. That's wild. I'm not going to offer a one bite session. I didn't want it out of the gate for a long, long time because I didn't want to just do one on coaching with people. Until there were enough people I knew and had worked with and had done things with that I felt like it was an effective offer, I didn't put it on the table. So for you, what's the best version of service? I was talking to a client last week and I said to her, she's like, well, you know, parents come to her for coaching. I said, okay. She's like, well, we do these calls and then then sometimes I do home visits. Okay. So what's the best version of home does it look like for you? She's like, well, there's always got to be a scheduled call afterwards. Okay, so when we schedule a home visit, we're always going to schedule the follow-up call because they need to both go together. She was like, ah, okay. So like the best version of a home visit for her gives her more time to meet with the family, but also gives her a specified date and time after the fact, a couple of days later, even a week, that's scheduled to then de like debrief. And that's just going to get built right into the offer. Right. I have another client and it's, you know, I said to her, like, what's the best version of service in this offer you have right now? She's working with adults. She's working with um, people who tutor. And she said, well, you know, it's going to be at least eight weeks because I want to meet with them at least eight times. So it could be eight weeks over eight weeks. It could be eight meetings over six months. It could be all kinds of things, but it's like, what's the best version of this? And you are the expert. So it's not, you know, and and I'm not saying, well, I need everybody nine hours a week. People aren't going to do that, right? We don't have that kind of time, but at the same time, you as the expert know the cadence 
the time commitment, the like how often you should meet, how often the service should be rendered for the people you want to serve the most. You know, sometimes I have people come to weekly coaching. Sometimes I have people come to bi-weekly coaching. Right now, I have a couple clients that do a half hour every week instead of an hour. It depends on the client. And I get to look at them and say, you know what? Weekly is better for you. So here's what I'm going to offer you. You get to do that for the people in front of you. Like I serve the person, not my offer. You serve the person, not your offer. But you also like for me, the best version of weekly coaching is an hour. And it is regular, right? And the people I have that are in that model get the furthest fastest. That's just simply the case because it's like the highest touch version, right? What's the best for you? And then here's the tricky one, right? Cost. This is a big one. This is one where people are like, cost. And this is part of why I started thinking about this podcast episode, because this is a conversation I had a billion times last week. And it is important because people are like, well, I think what would be reasonable is we're going to stop that right there. Here's the thing. What we forget and what I've said on this podcast a million times, I say in my Facebook group, if you're not in there, come on. And I've said it a million times there. It's not the window of what people are willing to pay for a service or product is so much bigger than you could ever imagine. Like I have a client that charges um, $75 an hour for something. And I have a similar client that charges $200 an hour in a different location for the same service. I know people that charge $400 an hour for that same service. I have a client right now building an offer that is going to be basically $1,000 an hour. So everybody's going to be different. There is so much more room here than you realize. So, you know, I'll say to the people, I'll say to people, how do you want to price it? And they'll just stare at me and go, what do you think? Like, no, you got to go first. So here are the two things I say to them. The first is, you know, what's something you'd be thrilled to get? You'd be like, yes, that's an amazing amount of money for me to do this thing. I would feel great about that. What's that number? Right. And then it is entirely likely you probably should add 10% to it. Because if you are a former teacher or your work has all been a nonprofit or, oh gosh, all kinds of things, you're really service-based and you've worked primarily with kids, you've been underpaid the entire time. So like 10, 15% more is probably in line. The vast majority of my clients pitch me a first number and the number I pitch back is 25% higher. Um, sometimes it's 10, but it's between 10 and 25, the vast majority of the time. And the other thing I would say is there is almost no one in my world. There's one right now whose time gets billed at under a hundred dollars an hour. And for her, we're on our way up towards that. So like the most, you know, the starting mark for most people in services is a hundred dollars an hour. So let's start there. If you don't know what to do, and if you don't know what to do, And you're like, how the hell do I price this? Come, let's do a one bite session. Dear God, we'll fix it. It'll be figured out. You'll walk away with pricing. It's going to be fine. That's a whole separate thing. Then there are two other pieces that I think are really important when we talk about offers. The last two. The first is how many of these can you sell successfully? Like how many really? 
because people will say, well, I want to have 10 people buy this offer. Okay. So if you want to have 10 people buy this offer, can you manage 10 people at once? Actually, do you want to? Because often when we start to like puzzle through time and the time they're spending on other things and how much time is had and how much time is had for work and all these things. Like I did this with a client the other day and I said, okay, how many people can you serve like this in this offer? And she was like, oh, like five. And then we really started working through her time and how she wants to spend her time and what she's already committed to and how much time it actually takes and the other things she's got going and the time she wants to give to networking and marketing and all that stuff. And when we when it all came down to it, the answer was two. She has she has space to serve two clients in this new way. That's it. Okay. And in then thing we talked about is if she gets two and she loves doing this, we can reorganize the other things to give her more space than for this. But what is not going to happen is she's going to take on five people and just cram them in the corners because that's how we all get burned out, right? We start with a handful and we build up and we adjust. We trade, we take time from other places if we need to, but we don't just continue to pile on the plate. This is not a buffet where we take a spoonful of everything. That's not how this is going to work because you're not going to enjoy it. And then the last question really is about timing. How often are you willing to talk about this offer? How often do you want to be telling people about it in order to pull people in? Like this client I was talking to last week who's got these two spots. You know, she's going to offer it. Two people it feels like appropriate for that really fit because her who it's for and who it's not is very specific. So if she meets someone, it might be for one on one, she'll make it look. But otherwise, she's not going to talk about it because it's kind of going to be like a secret side offer. For other people, like one of my other clients, this is going to be this thing she's working out now. It's going to be a primary offer, it's going to be the thing that drives her business. She's going to talk about it every day. How often do you want to talk about this? How is it? What's its role in your business? And, you know, if you want it to play a larger role, more talking about it matters. So this is a lot. Um, feel free to listen again. Feel free to ask me questions. Feel free to reach out, right? And if you're like, oh my God, how do I work all through this? I can't do this by myself. I'm here to help. That's why I'm a resource. So hopefully... You know, this, I think, this podcast is probably under 20 minutes, right? Work straight through here like this, make your new offer, and then go out into the world and talk about it as long as that's how you want it to work, unless you're going to be really specific with it with people. And the other thing I want to make sure I share is on May 1st, I am running a live workshop in Zoom called The Simple Way to Make Three Offers a Day. So if you are someone who's going to find yourself in the camp of needing to talk about whatever you're offering more, because talking about it more leads to more sales, more sales leads to more money, more sales leads to more impact. If it's your big offer and it's your primary driver, you gotta talk about it more, you really do. There's no such thing as too much. Come to the workshop. I will make sure that the link to the workshop is in the show notes. It's gonna be $23. It's going to be a live workshop and then a 15 day challenge afterwards to really help you implement and make sure it actually happens in your business because I'm all for learning, but I am not for learning without implementing. I don't think that's good. 
expert needs because we can learn a lot, but if we're never going to use it, what was the point? So come to the workshops, come play with us. Even if you can't attend live, you're going to get all the recordings and all the tools and all the emails and all that stuff, and you'll use it when you're ready. It's going to be an amazing $23 well spent. If you have questions in the meantime, send me a message. If you want to schedule a one bite session, I will make sure that's in the show notes too. And from here, happy offering. I'll see you guys next week.